Hey guys, it's Hello Waffle and we're back like we never left. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Hello Waffle. I'm your girl Melissa, joined with... Diolu. And we have a special guest this week. May you please introduce yourself? Yay! Hi guys, so I go by the name of Rose Gold. I'm an um, upcoming artist, songwriter, singer-songwriter, creative, artiste, whatever you want to call it. And I'm, yeah, so thanks for having me on today. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Definitely excited. Yeah, we've been wanting more guests and you're perfect. You know, me and Rose have known each other for years over, you know, the posts that you see online, like 10 year plus relationships. Day ones. Day ones and that. Way back when, mate way back when oh yeah man been through it got and actually we haven't really been through it but <laughs> no but we glowed we glowed up is that the word yeah glowed up together literally you know like, what I mean? when you see pictures from back in the day what a wow yeah <laughs> it's been yeah it's been good times we had some good times but yeah i'm excited to have you um on our podcast and you got Thank your you. song coming out on friday oh no the 28th of January. I do, yes. I do. That's basically this Friday. Uh, yeah. It's coming out on all platforms five, from 5pm 5 on YouTube and it's going to be on my own channel. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to Officially Rose Gold. And yeah, it's also going to be on iTunes, Spotify, like I said, all platforms from the 28th of January. From midnight, all platforms. Okay, we'll dive deeper into your new single, Guardian Angel, later on um, and just get to know you more. But I'm really excited to have you on here. But anyway, straight to it. What is the music news for the week, please, girls? Yeah, so on music news this week, uh, Fireboy DML and Ed Sheeran are on track to receive a UK number one for Peru. Ed Sheeran jumped on the popular Nigerian record when his friend Jamal Edwards, the owner of SBTV, told him that Fireboy DML wanted to get him on the remix. Um, so yeah, it's good to see Afrobeats doing well this week. 100%. 100%. And hopefully Fireboy can get that UK number one. Yeah. Uh, elsewhere, I don't know if you guys caught, but uh, Adele released a video where she was in tears as she was mm. forced to postpone her Vegas residency last week. Her team has been dealing with COVID, which caused delays. And I saw that some tickets were going for as much as 30,000 on resale sites. 30,000? Wow. 30K. Yeah, 30K. 30K to see Adele. I love Not her, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, can't, I couldn't do it. No, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Absolutely not. I wouldn't pay 30,000 to anyone, except maybe Michael Jackson, if he was still alive, period. We, I don't even think I'll pay 30k for Michael. I mean, if I was, if I have it, if I had it like that, I would pay 30 grand to see Michael Jackson. No, I hear that. Once in a lifetime. Once, Michael yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Cardi B will receive damages upwards of $1 million after winning her defamation and libel case against a gossip blogger named Tasha K. Also, Taylor Swift has refuted claims by damon alban that she does not write her own lyrics damon alban the frontman from popular english rock band blur was speaking to the los angeles times when he had made that dig about taylor swift he has now apologized for that remark so 
what was the dig? She doesn't write her own yeah he said taylor swift doesn't write her own lyrics oh 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 right 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 well, she's Fair been right. writing since she was like 13 though yeah apparently is, allegedly is... but there's no shame in getting songwriters to help you write a song no, as an artist there's no shame i think i think the way he said it as well because basically i think they asked him what do you think of billy eilish and he said exceptional and then what they said what do you think of taylor swift and he said oh she doesn't write her own lyrics oh the shade oh shade yeah <laughs> the shade and finally parklife have announced its lineup for 2022 the festival in manchester has headliners uh, which will be 50 cent tyler the creator and megan the stallion and also lewis capaldi yeah. what do you guys think of that Amazing! I'll run there because Fifty Cent. Really, big I, Fifty Cent, big fan. Like he's at one hundred percent a legend, one of my legends. Like no doubt about really? it. He's up there. Damn. You know the power, know. you know power book and stuff. He's really. I love Fifty Cent. I'm going. I, I would want to hear. I would want to hear many men on a, on a Sunday night. Yeah, yeah in Manchester. Oh yeah, that would be so lit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that would be sick man i was contemplating i was talking about it with my friend today actually i was contemplating it but tickets are like what 80 pounds for a day and then 120 or 130 for the weekend i said 80 pounds for a day is a ripper no it's not it's not 50 cent is there when is it for, um, it should be I, around june time i think yeah probably That's when guys going. we're going <laughs> i didn't know about this <laughs> oh my god I did not know about this. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Are, are you guys trusting Afro Nation? Will you go Afro Nation? Uh... I feel like the people this year have to be the guinea pig for me to go next year. <laughs> yeah, we're going to sit out and we'll see. Well, after last year or the year before that, like there was no way I was trying to pay and go this year. Yeah. What happened though with Afro Nation? Were they just cancelling or cancelling? Yeah, they it? kept cancelling it because of the pandemic. Mm. I think 2021 they cancelled it like i think it was last minute as well and then 2022 yeah no wait when 2022 20, <laughs> sorry 2020 they cancelled it and i think it was last minute because of the pandemic was getting hot and, da, da, da. and then 21 um they were still like trying to be optimistic be like yeah guys buy your tickets it's gonna happen trust yeah. da, 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 da. and last minute again they they cancelled it um but then the refunds, not everyone got their refunds. Ooh. And then some, some people didn't get it straight away. So some people were getting it bit by bit. Like, not even like big chunks. It was like installments and this and that. Installments? Yeah, they were really giving oh my. For their money. I don't even think I got my full refund back. I think I'm missing like 30, 40 pounds of my refund. So... Damn. Damn. Do you know what you just came across? So, next is Waffle Not. If you don't know already, Waffle Not is when we bring up a statement or comment and we discuss and debate for like five minutes, five or so minutes, if we believe it to be Waffle, so like not true or we disagree with the statement, or if it's not and we believe it's true. Do you get it? Yeah. So, this week I've been seeing a lot of trailers and a lot of snippets of shows which are reboots so my question to you guys or my statement is um well in my opinion this is my opinion tv reboots 
are not necessary. Do you guys think that's waffle or not? Hmm. Because right now there's friends, there's Sex in the City, there's uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that they're planning to bring back, there's How I Met Your Mother, but in a female version, in a female perspective, there's Gossip Girl, there's so many other shows that they're bringing back. No, no, I don't think it's necessary that they should come back. Absolutely not, because I feel like some shows, for example, Friends, the reason we had a Friends reunion and the reason Friends is such a, it's a brand in itself. It's not even just a show anymore. There's, there's clothing, there's cups, every, do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. Friends now, who, it only depends to be fair if they're going to bring back the same cast, maybe. If they're planning on bringing on new characters and a whole new dynamic to the whole friend situation, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's like, don't fix something unless it's broken. Like, if it's yeah. not broken, friends, leave it at that. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, leave it at that. However, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it's going to be a movie, though. But apparently the movie is going to be... Yeah, it's a TV show. Oh, a TV show. I yeah. thought it was going to be a movie, but this time it's more serious. It's not comedy. For example, yeah. we're in the song where he's like... um where he's in a basketball court and then he gets into a fight, blah, 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 and his yeah. mum sends him. So that's going to be serious. The guys apparently are going to have, like, guns and it's going to be more, <laughs> you know, not like daytime TV. Yeah, yeah. In that case, maybe. If it's a movie, fair enough. But if it's a series and they're completely switching it up like that, then I don't know. It's like, that's a raven. And Raven's home, it just did not. Oh yeah, that did not bang. It did not bang at all, at all. I agree. I agree. Um, I feel like it's very lazy from Hollywood. You get me? There are so many creators or young people who probably have ideas that they want to explore, but they're not getting the funding or the budgets or the resources to kind of like go into and develop those projects. Um what Hollywood is doing at the moment or what these movie studios are doing at the moment is taking what's already worked and just trying to, you know, make some extra money off that. You get me? Hmm, Um, Makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. And um, they're, they're tapping into the brand, like you said, and trying to appeal to those kind of like fans that have loved these shows, like friends and fresh prints and stuff. And just Hmm. trying to collect some extra coin, like friends, fresh prints, um, Sex in the City, all these things that you've already said, like that, that I think we should leave what's been done in the past. Like you said, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, like let's leave their legacies intact, yeah. and let's move on onto different stuff. Let's build new characters. Let's, especially for this like new generation, like times have changed. Yeah. You know, I guess some things are the same. Like some stories will always remain the same, um, but at the same time, like the kids now are going through different stuff. Teenagers now are going through different stuff. Adults are going through different stuff. Like, yeah. let's talk about that mm-hmm. in our TV rather than going back to what we've been seeing. You get me? Past glory. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I just searched up the Belair one. It is a TV series. It's called, it is. It's called okay. Belair. Yeah. Um, and that, I was even thinking when I saw the trailer, like, I like, who is it targeting? Because it's not, they're not targeting the older generation you know yeah and because like, it is the older like, generation that know of this you know what i mean yeah yeah and it's yeah. like who is your target audience or are they trying to get a like 
fresh, new, like younger audience, like with the whole vibe and stuff. But I, I just, don't, I, I don't get it. I, I, I completely agree with you guys. But the thing is, it, do you know? Actually, no. I had two comments, but the first, I forgot the second one. But the first one was, it's giving me the vibe of, you know, when, um, oh, what's it called? You know when, like. Uh, actors and artists and stuff they get old and they're trying to become new again and they go on to like a new reality tv show or something yeah to be known it's giving me that kind of vibe yeah and like sometimes it's like a it misses like i did enjoy the reboot of gossip girl i can't lie i, I was hating on it to begin with <laughs> i've not actually watched gossip girl at the even the old one none Damn. i've been told to i've seen all everything else Desperate Housewives, etc. Yeah, but I will. <clears throat> it's on my. It's in my. It's definitely on my to watch list. Did you watch Gilmore Girls growing nope. up? Oh, did Dolph? Did you watch Gilmore? <laughs> well, like you wouldn't have watched it. Did you watch Gilmore Girls? I've watched Gilmore Girls. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, they did a reboot like a couple of years ago. I think twenty twenty actually. But that uh, one, I didn't. I didn't like that one. I did not like it. Um. Yeah, I forgot the second comment I was gonna make. But anyway, it is what it is. So we're saying that basically it's not waffle and we agree with it, that TV reboots are not necessary. Yeah, yeah I, don't th- I don't think they're necessary. Hello waffle. So yeah, Rosie, I mean, sorry, Rose Gold. How do you feel about Guardian Angel coming out? Well, um, so I actually wrote the song back in uni. So this is about like how many years now? in second year of uni so that's like three four years ago i'd say three four years ago yeah um and yeah i was literally just in the studio with my friend dami who's a producer that she has his own um producing and production company called dami mixed it so you can mm-hmm. find him on instagram but um yeah we're just in the studio and he was actually creating the beat at the time and at uni we had like access to these massive studios like people like Adele and um not Adele sorry Emily Sande used to record out at the dockyards in Medway oh wow we were just there like kind of having a jam session whatever and then I basically put pen to paper and we were just talking about and at the time because Guardian Angel the concept of around Guardian Guardian Angel sorry is like kind of showing awareness of like the effects that these knife crimes, gun crimes have on different people that are involved in different stories. For example, like the parents of the deceased or the girlfriend of the perpetrator or, you know, certain girls that were made to hold guns. I remember during that time at uni, there was a story going around on YouTube actually of a girl in London, I can't really remember her name. And she was basically telling a story of how she ended up serving like three years in prison because she held a gun for her boyfriend. I think I remember that. Yeah. He literally, I think, asked her to hold it for a bit, whatever, and then the police just came up in the flat. Boom. And if you're caught with a with a gun, there's no, oh, I was holding it for a friend. Like, there's none of that. Yeah. So all of this was happening, and I was just thinking, like, honestly, as also as, like, a, um, <clears throat> a Christian, I kept thinking, like, we actually need angels to just protect us nowadays because anyone can fall victim at any time Mm. you don't always have to be necessarily deeply involved and heavily involved in like that culture of like gun crime and knife crime 
it could be a ripple effect on you for families that could end up, you know, losing a loved one or losing a child that was the a, a child that is involved in the crime, you know. So at that time, we just thought, because I was thinking, guardian angel, guardian angel, like, we just need protection these days. So we basically just started writing, you know, to the tune. And that's how guardian angel came about, really, just to show awareness of, like, what's really happening, especially to, like, young black people, etc. Yeah. Yeah. And what made you kind of, like, want to, like, release it now? Okay. Oh, instead of back then. Yeah. Hmm. That's a very, very, very good question. But to just keep it a buck and very real with you guys, after recording that song, I obviously graduated, completed uni, and then after university, I fell pregnant with my son. So obviously at that time, I wasn't. You know, I kind of took a break from the music scene completely for like two years. Mm-hmm. raising my child etc and then after i was also going through certain things like mental health i was also going through um postpartum depression at the time so it was yeah. very it was a tough tough time in my life yeah. so the song's always been there but okay. i feel like you weren't able to focus on it yeah i honestly was not able to focus on it at all i'm dealing with a newborn you know newly married all these things that I just had I just needed to take some time out to just look after me and my family and now it's like okay my son's a little bit older now you know I can go studio and leave him with dad at home for a little bit I can be active so now this song I feel like this song is also timeless because if it was a song that maybe um what's the word that was relevant at the time you know music moves with time Mm -hmm. some genres really move with time if it was, I don't know, like, say back in the day of N-dubs, if I had a tune then and left it till then, I couldn't really put that out there because it's not, it's not relevant to the music scene at the moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But with this type of song, it's more like, because of the, 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 the story behind it, it's something that's happening today, right now, as we speak. There's people out there still involved Still dealing with the same Still issues. Still dealing with the same issues day in and day out. So yeah, it's a song that it's not expired yet. So I can still, <laughs> you know, push it out. And yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited for everyone to hear this project. I'm excited for you, friend. Saw the visuals. Uh, visuals. Wow. Visuals. visuals yep. <laughs> the visuals looked um, good as well. Thank you. Um, I'm excited for you. But yeah, I think we had this conversation before, but what kind of artist would you say you are? Like, genre-wise what's your vibe like what what who inspires you as well like growing up what were you listening to okay so the answer I'm gonna give is completely left um (laughs) if you compare it to the song that I'm bringing out right now yeah Mm -hmm. but the artists that have inspired me at the beginning it's always been I know that every little girl says this but it's always been Beyonce at the beginning locally her stage presence, her aura, everything about her was just like, wow, this big superstar. Looked up to her so much, always covered her songs. Everything was just about Beyonce. I had posters of her everywhere in my room. And then as I got a little bit older, I would say maybe sixth form. So what, how old are you in sixth form? Like 16, 17? 16 to 18, yeah. Yeah, I really started vibing with Sia. Okay. So Sia is, right now is my... Forever, my favorite 
artist. Everything about her is amazing. Her story, there's always a message behind it. And her message is also very close to my heart. She writes a lot of songs for like women, men that have gone through mental health issues, um, depression, alcoholic. So she, and all her songs are always empowering, making yeah. a smaller man feel big, basically. I've definitely been inspired heavily by Sia. And you'll hear that in my um in my other songs that are gonna come out soon. Like you'll really hear that, yeah, this girl listens to Sia. Cause vocally, yeah. um we're quite not to blow my own horn here, but we're quite <laughs> similar in terms of like the belting power behind the voice. I've got a very like yeah. big voice. Whereas in this song, in Guardian Angel, sorry. It's a bit more the the vocal range isn't too up there. It's quite chill. Mm. Yeah. So the artist, however, that inspired um, Guardian Angel in terms of the style of singing slash rapping is two artists actually. One Lily Allen and Lauren Hill. The approach I took, the style I adopted when recording this song. I didn't want to sound American. So my accent is like this. I'm English, I'm British, so this is my accent. So I literally sang in a British accent. And because I listened to Lily Allen a lot as well, I thought, you know what, let me play around with that. Because most singers, vocally, you sing with with an American accent, if you haven't noticed. Mm. But in this song, I made sure, like, you'll hear. So how have you enjoyed the process of kind of, like, creating music? How have I enjoyed the process? Oh yeah, mine, my favourite part about um, creating music is the definitely developing harmonies. I'm like a big fan of harmonies. I feel like every song, even if it's like a simple, straight, um, monotone song, I have to throw in some sort of harmony there, you know? Yeah. I'm very, I'm very big on harmonies. And I also love the the creation process of seeing something actually coming together yeah i could think okay for the chorus i mean for the verse you know i'll i'll sing such and such and such and then maybe three days later i might go back to the studio because it doesn't all happen in one night by the way guys don't get twisted when you hear music you think oh they just went in the studio two hours boom it was done (laughs) now sometimes you can go there and literally think i've got either writer's block or it's just I'm just not feeling it or my voice is just not, it's just not awake enough. Literally. Yeah. These are the real life process of um, songwriting, creating music, etc. But when you hear everything now put together, it's beautiful. It's a good feeling. It's like if you've worked for something, whatever you do, whatever anyone does, slowly you work towards something every day. You get up, you keep it, like you get up, you do what you need to do. And then eventually when you see the big picture, it's just, it's beautiful and it feels amazing because this is what I love to do. I was born yeah. to be, you know, a musician and entertainer and artist. So, and the best part is obviously people hearing it, finally hearing your work, you know. So that's why I'm so excited for my first ever Wait, el- single. Elaborate. Why, why do you say you were born to be a, a singer? Entertainer? Well, I'll say I was born to be it because my dad, 
was in a band back in the day in Zim called Horn of Africa. And it was actually really, really big. And I feel like it's just in my, just in my blood. When I was little, there's videos, like home videos of me when I was like three, I think, back in Zim anyway. And I used to pretend to like, I wouldn't even be singing. I'd just be saying whatever I'm saying, but I would pretend to be singing into a, a fake mic, which was like a wooden spoon or something. So I always had some sort of musical interest. I would sit on the floor for hours. There's even footage of it, literally. And my dad would just be strumming. He's a bassist. Like, he made just yeah. bass guitar. Sick bassist as well. Pardon? He's sick. Oh, thanks. Oh, you've heard him. I forgot you've actually heard him. Yeah, he plays the bass. But then at times, he'd just be strumming the guitar, like, all night. He could do it for, like, hours. And I remember just sitting there, looking up and just listening to it until I fell asleep. Like, literally. Mm-hmm. So I've always really just loved music. Kind of yeah. it. So I feel like I was born to do this. There's nothing else I would have seen myself doing. And at yeah. the same time, my voice came naturally. I didn't go to like get music lessons. It's more self-taught slash natural. So of course, only God gave me this gift. I didn't. Yeah. All right, yeah. Thank you. Nice. nice. All right, and lastly, if I gave you the orcs. Like, what sort of vibe are you setting? Which artists are you picking out? Hmm. Okay, well, I like to have fun. Yeah. So I'll say, I like artists I'm picking out. I think it's good, because Okay, <laughs> if I'm on the Orcs, I think, I feel so bad for saying this. It's like, one of my guilty pleasures is listening to Bashment. Not even dancing to it. I would literally just listen listen to it because the instrumentals, and you know they call them rhythms, where they all use the same rhythm and rhythms again and again. The bass lines in Bashment songs are actually incredible. Like there's a song (laughs) called Gyal You're Good. I mean, you're a bassist. If you listen to that, just listen to the bass. I don't understand. Like there's just something about how they create the instruments, the instruments and everything in Bashment, not the lyrics. I don't condone anything they sing or rap about because I'm really but not... you love it. Secretly, you love no, it. No, I don't. I'm really not about that <laughs> life. You know what I mean? I'm not about that life. However, I just... I love the fun and the energy behind Bashment, you know, and like soccer. Like, definitely, if I was on the Ox, I've, I'm sorry, I've got to put on Bashment and I think I'd literally put Gal, you're good. Who's it by? Oh, Bedroom Bully. Everyone knows Bedroom Bully. That's my favourite song. I would say God. Or she Wrote, which is not really bashment. It's more... Yeah, is it reggae? No. What would Murder, She Wrote come under? Dancehall? I would put it under, yeah. Dancehall Dance slash reggae a little yeah. bit. It's got... Yeah. So slower, kind of. I just like songs that get people up and dancing. I don't like songs where you're just there chilling and like, it's just so, I have to be alone <laughs> to listen to that. Like okay. Lana Del Rey, that's a private setting for me. I listen okay. to that when I'm in my room, do my own thing. Should we get to the, oh yeah, I loved getting to nice. the music Definitely. Um, and hearing more about your single coming out. 28th, 28th of Jan. Probably by the time we release this, it'll be already out. Yeah, by the time yeah, by the time you probably release this, it'll be out. So if that out. happens, then just go straight to my YouTube and just subscribe. 
pressing the notification bell for whenever I have new songs out in the future. And follow me on Instagram at officially rose gold. Officially rose gold. I say that again. <laughs> I missed it the first time. Officially rose gold. Join the rosebuds. We we we're excited. You know, we're excited to meet you. Get to know you. You know what I mean? Yeah, all that good stuff. Love that stuff. Damn. Do you know what you just came across? You just came across Hello Waffle. Sit back and enjoy. Screaming. Yeah, so the main topic for today is does TikTok have an influence on music and are artists making songs particularly for TikTok? And that does that worsen the quality of the music that we're hearing? What do you guys think? Yeah, I think I think certain artists are definitely absolutely writing songs for TikTok so that people can make like dance routines to it. And at the same time, you know, it it, it allows the song to blow and they get views and numbers. However, yeah. I do feel like it decreases the quality and kind of the respect around the artist and song at the same time. If you get what well, I mean? Well, my respect. Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> respect is in, for example, there's, the, is it, um, everyone's dancing to, like, I hate the genre so much. I'm probably going to get slayed or whatever. Um, this one with us have, a whistle everywhere. <laughs> I'm a piano. I'm a piano. Oh my! Stop right I'm there, piano. Mate. I can't. I've, tr- I've really tried. I saw I all my friends, like Melissa, you, my brothers, even my partner is Ghanaian, and he loves I'm a piano. Yeah, and love like, that. I can't stand it. And you I know what it, it is. I mean. I'm using it as an, an example. I'm a bit biased when it comes to it. However, there's a certain song uh, that, um, I don't know the title of it, but it's quite popular. It, when it came out, it was, okay, it's a good song, it's decent, you know, you respect the artist, Southern is people it, you are doing it. You want to chill with the big box. Yeah. And then, yeah, we can use them as an example. <laughs> and now, TikTok has just made it, one, so flipping annoying because Mad. it, Okay, certain people are creating dance routines to these songs that don't actually make sense to the song. Like the style of dancing is completely like, for example, if I could do like, imagine me um, creating a street dance or a ballet routine. Yeah. To no ballet routine to drill. You, I mean, it could work for some. I mean, I mean, it's okay. Ballet's contemporary. Remember the, the contemporary. Okay, okay, it is contemporary. Fair enough. They can. It's like, it's sweet. It's being diluted and diluted, and diluted by bare people just doing things they shouldn't be doing with the songs. Do you understand? I feel yeah. like TikTok can give you views. It can be a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah. And some songs I've I've got. Some songs I've actually heard them. Because of TikTok. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Which is a good thing for... Yeah. Yeah. Very like good thing. There's a, there's a wide and a big reach for... On TikTok and potential for, like, your song to blow. And oh, really? those 
quirky little dances and trends have made people's songs blow. Sometimes it is like I can't like when you hear something too much, like which I can agree, agree with. It's it gets really annoying, um, and it gets yeah, it, it's just very repetitive and it's just the sound is just like ugh, I've heard this too much. But going back to your Ama Piano one, guys, I love Ama Piano. Dolls already knows I love Ama Piano. Dolls loves Ama Piano as well. So boy, it's I'll always love it. <laughs> you know the song was but it's Amarita. Is that yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, that one, but then do you know why it's different? There's not too much whistle, whistle, whistle. And that's also, Afro piano, yeah, that's, and it's got no, but deep. Oh, you said whistle. That's the thing. Zims in general, when you go to a party, Zims will have a whistle for no reason. So it's not just I'm a piano that has Okay, but I'm not going to lie. I'm Zimbabwean. I've never seen that. South Africa. I, I have. I feel like I have. I have. When they whistle. Know. They whistle like this. Like, like, whew, whew, and all of that. They do that. <laughs> which I can't even do. My dad and my brother just. Do the baddest whistles like it's bad meaning good and it's lit you know it hypes up the situation or whatever but i feel like this might be another topic like should i'm a is, i'm a piano like has it run its course yet because i really feel like it has it's an interesting topic i feel like it's just touched the surface no i think it's one of those things that is gonna die out believe me 100 no. percent. wow it's it not gonna live it's not it gonna will. live it's it not like it this is just like um Watching this just came about. It was like, oh yeah, this is amazing, and then it just it went. It's gonna be one of those. Um, I hope, anyways. One of those that won't won't sustain at all. You know, I I disagree, and this should be a this should be a conversation for like another topic. But I completely disagree. I think I'm a piano is gonna be here for some time, um, and it's gonna go even more worldwide than what it is now. Um, but going back to your respect uh-huh. thing, I get, I get what you're saying. Not necessarily all the songs that you, um, like the examples that you've given, but I think in terms of like people actually just creating songs so that they could be uh, TikTok trends, mm. I feel like then the respect for artists then is taken away. Because I think I saw Swarms and he was he just showed a snippet of a song that he's about to release and he has a specific dance to it. It's not like, you know, the Azonto days where, you know, yeah, they yeah. had the Azonto dancers and it was lit to do those dances. Now yeah. he's actually specifically trying to do it. And you can for tell TikTok. for TikTok. I think that just then loses that, you know, authenticity because he just wants to have a song that just blows and that's it. But at the same time, this is just with the music industry. That's what it is. Whatever's working in that time. That's what people yeah. do. I feel like if like my team were to come, my team, you know, okay, Melissa, were to come, I think um, you should, you know, jump on TikTok and do this because that's what's in. That's what's going to get you the numbers. You're doing this for obviously everyone can say you do it for the fans, hundred percent. But you also want to make a living. Like you need to pay the bills. So if that's what's going to yeah. pay the bills and that's what's current at the moment, why not? Like make the most out of it. You know, as long as you're willing to like as long as you're aware of the consequences it may have or the repercussions it may have on you as an artist your career or whatever that's why you don't see like beyonce yeah did she not do a tiktok or did she not jump on her daughter um, or was it oh okay you know so i I mean it's Girls, what do you think? It depends. It all it, honestly it all depends. I feel like if Beyonce was to jump on, it wouldn't be seen as like 
oh, that's tacky because it's Beyonce, you know? But if Swarms or someone, you know, or like, not if it's Steph London, she's quite big, or someone else that's not Beyonce level was to jump on the block, oh, nah, they're just begging it, they're trying to get the... the, the. That's always the case anyways. Yeah, that's what you think. Yeah, I think like, um, it's obvious to see the effects that you know having a viral song on TikTok can add to someone's career. Um, yeah. Looking at you know CK's kind of like boost this year, or you know, um, yeah, a lot of these artists like Lil Nas, Industry Baby was big on that one. Yeah. Um, Talking to the Moon, which is a Bruno Mars song from oh, yeah, well, the years ago, mm. that's big on TikTok. So, and yeah. you know, the streams are helping him. So. It, you can see why some artists are kind of like leaning towards that direction. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I feel like if you're an artist that wants to be taken seriously um, for like your bodies of work or your albums or your singles or whatever, um, trying to create viral moments all the time, mm. is it going to help you in your career? Yeah. It's not going to create that long lasting. Longevity. Yeah. Music exactly. that you want. And that's why it's, people miss this. Honestly, mm. like, is it Nas? I used to say, save the music, y'all. Like, there's a reason. Because people just, whatever's um, is current, they just run to it, run to it. It's like you're, people that last longer, what's the word? If you think of all the greatest, like the greats of the greats of the great, you'd only be a fool to not follow, like, their route of how, how can I explain it? How they became, like, if, if for example, me, I'm just starting. Yeah. And let's say I look up to who's been like Whitney Houston. Yeah. I'm just naming names that even she's dead and people will forever rem- remember her for her voice and Celine mm. Dion, Michael Jackson, all those kind of people. They are who they are and they're rated the way they are rated Beyonce, Jay-Z because they stuck to what, who they are. Even yeah. Ending, but they, they kept that facade on or whatever. They didn't think, oh, let's move. Some people maybe like let's move with the times and da 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 da. Like, is what I'm saying making sense? I'm trying to. Do you think like beyond the like let's say Beyonce? Okay, Beyonce's not a good think, example. Yeah, because in the beginning of She's her career, she was probably going with the times. Even now, like with the um, what's the the Lion King album? She went with the whole African vibe, and that's moving with the times. Like they all move in the times in in general, but it it's just like they're, I guess. But they're tactical and they're smart about it. Yeah, I think you just have to be smart. It's like not all art, uh, not TikTok is not for all artists. It's not for all genres. No. Like maybe if it works for like Afro Swing, them um NSG, is it NSG. NSG. Yeah. I see NSG definitely like the dancers, the TikTok, cool somebody like that. I feel like if you're an artist and you want to be known for like longevity and legacy, like you got to be the one setting trends and not letting trends kind of like influence yeah. you. That's yeah. what I was trying to say, by the way, but he just literally, that's, that's what I was trying <laughs> to say. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's what I meant. Keep going. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, Music isn't just about, you know, the song and the listening experience, but it's also about how it dictates culture and how it affects, you know, everything that we kind of like experience in life. And just going off TikTok and making songs for a platform where people can kind of like have fun to, like that's amazing in the moment. Um, But at the same time, we want to, you know, 
go back to songs 10, 20 years from now and be like, mm. oh yeah, that's taking me back to a memory or that's taking me back to a moment where I was feeling this way or I was feeling this way. Yeah. You get me? And I feel like some artists aren't realising that they're not making songs anymore that are going to do that for us in the future. They're making songs that we love now, but in two yeah. years we're going to be like, mm, was wasn't fun. wasn't great. Yeah. Yes. 100, 100%. And it's very tempting to just think, oh, everyone's doing it. Let me just, you know, if it works for you in that moment, cool. But. Yeah. If it doesn't, be yourself. Do you feel like. Go on. You go. Do you feel like it's going to change in the future? Or do you feel like, you know, a lot more artists are going to kind of like go towards trying to achieve that viral moment because of how helpful it can be? short term for someone's career i think more upcoming artists are yeah um um or smaller artists not like necessarily the big ones because i don't see obviously bruno mars i feel like he gets viral moments but just it just happens naturally yeah, yeah. he's not trying like, to. yeah yeah anderson uh pack or park pack yeah yeah they they just got that vibe and people just go towards it because it's just a vibe do you know what i mean but other art, small artists are gonna try and get that viral moment. I think everyone does it anyway. Like the influences, the these, mm. these and that's. Everyone tries to get that moment. Those fifteen seconds, fifteen, fifteen minutes, fifteen seconds. What's it called? When fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> I was gonna say. Um, do you think that? I think they mentioned this in another podcast I was watching. But do you think that um, uh, TikTok has like put people in positions that they don't necessarily deserve to be? Like, has it sped up people's careers? But yeah. is, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? I think that's TikTok, but I also think it's um, how the music industry is these days. Because mm. oh. I feel like maybe like, 20 30 years ago mm. like when you were signed you went through a period of development where they kind of like helped with your songwriting yeah. and they helped with you know your like if you're doing choreography they help with your choreography and all that whereas yeah. now because you can literally just go on youtube or soundcloud and spotify and just upload an ep and it mm. be heard by so many different people like that fast tracks your life so quickly and tiktok yeah. is another um platform that if you put it on TikTok and it goes viral, like you might have a viral song, but you don't have the ability or skill yet to kind of like help elevate the rest of, you know, yeah, your music to that. Also. To that, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely feel like TikTok can have that effect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Rose, what do you think? Ask the question again. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, does TikTok fast track people's careers? Oh yeah. And is that a good thing or bad thing? Um, is I think there's pros and cons. The cons, as in as as Diolu says, they can literally propel you into like fame quickly, mm. and you're actually not. You don't have the skills or the skill set to maintain that. Mm. People think, okay, cool. This like it blew overnight. 
what's the next song? Like, what are you going to do next? And it's not necessarily just going to blow on TikTok because the other one blew on TikTok, you know? Yeah. But that boy right now, I've got his name. That's just, he's got like a Liverpoolian accent. Something, something. Oh. Like he, like, he's going in. But now it's like, okay, he blew up overnight, not because of TikTok, but because, you know, it just, it just happened that way. And he's signed already. He's been signed. Like, yeah. this is how labels right. work. Signed. Just like that. Oh, I didn't know he was signed. And the funny it thing would make is sense. now, it make, yeah, and this is what they do. And now there's no longer, you know, the artists, you know, growing with them, development, development, da 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 mm. thing where that's why some people have one hit wonders and da 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 What's next? And like, But I, unless he genuinely has the skills and has like a literally, like a library of different songs that are equally bang, then Bob Drunkle, that's great. But if you don't, that could be very like detrimental mm. to an artist. Like, look at big time. Look at um, Russ. Like when he had Gunlean. When he had Gunlean, it went crazy. And then after that, everyone started saying Russ can only make Gunlean remix. Like every single song was for him was Gunlean remix until he had the next one, which was Body. And now everybody's back liking yeah. Russ again. But yeah. yeah. Well, my comment was going to be like, I hope they didn't make him sign the same contract as Russ. Because I don't know if you lot, I don't know if you heard, but um, what? how many albums do they say that he has to make? For, like, I think it was like 20 or something. Oh, it was something crazy. Peak. It was something crazy. Until he can get out that contract. Artists need to have knowledge on these things. Yeah, but I think that's time. why they get... I think that's what also why they get these artists like that that Liverpool boy because they don't know like okay they mm. don't know I need a lawyer I need to make sure that I read these contracts it's just that excitement and in that way like one million like I think Russell's like one million or something which really and truly isn't a lot especially if you're asking for twenty albums in my opinion I don't think it's a lot but um yeah I don't know that's a, that's a joke but I hope he didn't sign the same album well, I hope he's a bit, he was a bit smarter about it. Yeah, I hope, I hope for the best, honestly, because he's quite young, I think. I think he's even, like, a teenager or something. So good for him. Yeah, but, good for him. And at the same time, I, f- I also feel like it's not fair, you know? There's really people... But I can say that because <laughs> I'm not one of the lucky ones that the song just blew on TikTok. But and if, and if it did, and I had I have the skills to continue, like, to sustain that, I'm yeah. laughing. That's great. But because yeah. I'm not in that position, it's for the like the, the there's so many art, artists. Yeah, even if you go to London on the streets, there's people. Um, what are they called? Not people. They like sing on the street for money. I forgot, but anyway, I'll, I'll say it in a different way. For example, there's artists now. Yeah, even if you're walking through London, Kent, that literally singing outside for money and the voices some of the voices are incredible like it makes me even think how the on earth is this person not buskers buskers yeah literally how is this person <clears throat> or these people not signed or on a certain platform and the work rate some of these people put in so many artists like my other brother uh Fenny official if you want to check him out he's an amazing artist then, yeah. but, um so I have a personal issue with these things because he his work rate is unbelievable. The guy is always writing lyrics, always thinking of the next, you know, the next step. He could be putting out a song tomorrow and he's already writing today for 
okay, what am I going to do after the pre-release? Da, 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 you know, people are really putting in work. And it sometimes seems like people that are not very much talented mm-hmm. are just being pushed in the forefront because they did something funny. Or remember the yeah, girl, um, Ashaku, on the beat as well? Yeah, Loz. She was getting bookings in clubs and things like that. And to think how, no offence, but I'm just talking about as like, respect the industry, like respect the art. I feel like most yeah. artists, are they're just not, they're not even artists. They tell you, when did you, when did you, when did you, when did you start singing? Oh, last year. And these times you're like 25. How did you just start singing mm. last year? You know, and some yeah. of us, not us, like some other artists have been singing since they were like five, six, seven, and they've just not been given an opportunity because maybe they don't have the look or they were just wrong place. Right, some people are just in the right place at the right time. Yeah. You know? Or know the right people. Yeah, but at the same time, I believe favour is also not fair. So I believe in God's so thing where if tomorrow God wants to literally make me the biggest artist has ever been, although it seems like, how did you do that? He can do it. And that's that's yeah. what God wants. So if he wanted us yeah. to be in that position. That's what he wanted. So, mm. And even maybe yeah. some work rates of people are not as talented. And it's not even about talent anymore now anyway, mostly. Mm. To be honest, I get you, and it's interesting to hear it from an artist perspective as well because we, me and Duff, can just speak on it as like the viewers or the audience, um, but we don't have that insight into what it takes to create a song, release it, and do that or have that talent. So it's interesting to hear it from an artist perspective.